Hello and welcome to the Scottish Indie Podcast. Today I'm delighted to welcome along Joseph Fraser and Joanne from Middle Class Guilt. How's it going, guys? Hello. Hello. We're good, thanks. Going this well. has been a, a couple of weeks in the, the offing. I'm, I'm glad that we finally got it sorted. I'll start with a couple of generic questions. Uh, I'll start with yourself, Joanne, if that's all right. Yeah. For those that haven't heard Middle Class Guilt, give us a wee bit of background as to how you got together as a band and describe your sound if you can. Okay, how we got together as a band? Well, um, Joseph and his friends at school had a wee indie band. Uh, well, I, I'm not going to do that. I won't do that whole story. Anyway, oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, we played together in school in Shetland. Um, There's a few of us that moved to Glasgow. Um, we ended up putting together a sort of covers band for um, a Christmas gig at an arts venue really to piss someone off and then um we just started playing more of sort of material that joseph had written and we'd sort of put together ourselves how would we sound if you like the fall if you like meat raffle you like us (laughs) meat raffle like us (laughs) so if you like meat raffle you'll like us (laughs) uh just to add to that like the plan was always to um like be doing our own stuff because me, I mean, me and Joanne were in Shetland and um, there was always the plan to bring it down here. The, the covers thing was like a one-off at some Christmas do um, in Shetland because right uh, this guy, our bass player, um, decided he wanted to, I don't know, it was a weird a weird one, but basically we ended up doing like a bunch of weird covers at a Christmas do because he wanted to like wind someone up. And that's kind of how like this, like, the initial group of people that's like the first time we were all in a room together was because um we were rehearsing for that but the plan was always to then like uh turn it into what it is now so the, the Shetland thing's an interesting one it's obviously quite a remote place and you've got a limited target market there how important was it to to kind of expand out was that something that you were conscious of that you would need to to um, perhaps to develop the band further well, I mean, yeah, like being in Shetland, uh, nothing was really ever gonna go anywhere. Like I was, I was like from like being a teenager, like I never wanted to stay up there. And um, it's like when I moved to Glasgow, really, like uh, the idea was always to kind of start something new because like it it wasn't a direct continuation of what we're doing in Shetland. It was like a kind of fresh start. But like a few of the songs are from when we were doing stuff up there, but. Um, a fresh start. That that idea was always to get away from Shetland, really. But we didn't. We didn't like. We all. We didn't move to Glasgow because of the bands. Like <laughs> it was like we we're all sort of here for university and stuff like that. No, no, I, I was. I wasn't kind of insinuating that. It was more just the the fact that it obviously it kind of broadens the horizons of the band as well, though, doesn't it? It opens up more opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, but, like, I only knew Joanne. I didn't know Declan and Patrick in Shetland. I didn't know them until we moved down here. Because um, there's actually, like, we were up in Shetland one summer and we did a gig with this old band. And then that's actually where I met Declan. And he was he needed somewhere to live in Glasgow and I needed someone to move into my the flat I was in. And uh, so he just moved in. And, like, it was funny. Like, I was like, oh, do you want to see photos of it? And he's like, no, I don't give a shit. Like, I, I'll just take it. Classic. Um, <laughs> I was like, so I was like, well, do you want to play bass in this band? And he's like, yeah, sure. 
like um that we're starting. So then Patrick, I met through just other shuttle folk I knew down here. I knew he was a good guitar player. So I kind of snapped him up. And then Blair, we met through an old member who I knew from school. So and Blair's the drummer. And then um plays in and out, but we've kind of settled with Fraser now. I'm not from uh, I'd, I'd like to say that I'm I'm not from Shetland myself. Like uh, one of these days because I I see it as quite a fabled place, but I'm from I'm from Mungai. Well, that's a well-travelled band. It's quite an interesting one though because there's a lot of Scottish bands that will do Highlands and Islands tours, and you're kind of and that's seen as something quite quirky and an exploit whereas I guess for you guys it, it might feel a wee bit different in terms of that's where the majority of you originally come from and, and yeah, maybe see it as yeah, yeah. <laughs> not really the end of the night <laughs> of course we'd love to do something like that it, sound, it does sound really quirky and fun <laughs> well before Covid um, families and stuff at Christmas we used to always put on these uh, little shows in this place called the Bop Shop, which I should I'll give a shout out to. It's like this little record shop in Shetland that uh, used to let us put on gigs. It was like a tiny room. You could cram maybe like 60, 70 people in it. And we always used to put it on for free and then just like let people just give the money away to whatever charity kind of took our took our fancy at the time. And like it was always a great night because uh, uh, like Christmas in Shetland's always like a bit obviously not on Christmas Day but we do it like between Christmas and New Year we'd put on this show and like we try and make it go on all day and just get like as many like random people involved so we had like poets and like art artist people and like other bands and stuff and then um, we weren't very discriminatory in who we picked so we had everything from like like people with like acoustic guitars doing covers and then like uh this band that did like like Eastern European like music and we had like just kind of your standard indie bands and us, so that was always a weird mix, but it was fun. But I'd love to, I'd love to play anywhere really. Um, like stuff like the Highlands and Islands would be good. But even just like getting around, we just need to actually play more places in the UK because so far we only really play Glasgow um regularly. Like we've not toured yet, so that's all on the horizon. And I guess that's where the the opportunities from the. The new EP will arise as well. Uh, middle Class Guilt perform the songs of Middle Class Guilt, which is a, an interesting title. It, it must be exciting to get back to it and start recording music. Is that the first time in, in the last couple of years that you've you've released anything? Yeah, um, that's the first thing we've put out since before lockdown. We recorded it before lockdown. So how, how, how frustrating has that been in terms of you've got you've got stuff ready to go, but the the opportunity to to get out there and play it live hasn't been there. Yeah, it's pretty. It's been pretty. Uh, pretty frustrating. Yeah, but um, I suppose that it's also something like kind of put into perspective because there's much, much worse things going on during lockdown as well. So it's just kind of now that it's all back, you just kind of appreciate it. Yeah, of course, uh, Fraser. The the launch gig for the EP. That must be something that, that you're really looking forward to. Oh yes, absolutely. It's it's always a, a quite a mighty experience playing with middle class goat. Like um, 
Aye, it is. It's, it's always got really, really sort of great energy. And uh, that night I'm, I'm playing two sets because I'm all uh, as part of my solo project. So it should, should be a, a knackering night, but an excellent night nonetheless. Give us a wee bit of detail on that gig, please, Joanne, in, in terms of can people still get along and support the band? Yeah, so it's at Block um, on the 18th of November. Uh, starts about nine o'clock, free entry. Um, so we've got, um, yeah, so first up, first on the bill is Fraser's um, solo project. And then um, we've got Bob from a Sweaty Palms fame. And then us, and then um, Libby's going to be doing a wee DJ set to take us through into the wee hours. Class, that certainly sounds well worth it. And you can't beat a wee free night either, Ooh, can you? can Come on, Dean. I was going to say, Joanne, I think you cut out a bit there when you were saying, like, Bob, that's uh, uh, Robbie Houston from uh, the band Sweaty Palms doing his solo stuff, just for some context of who that is. Nice. In terms of the, the aspirations of the band, it's, it's obviously been a, a frustrating time for, for all artists and musicians over the last couple of years as a lot of people have had to sit back and kind of almost twiddle their thumbs while they're waiting for some sort of normality to return. That seems to touch wood be on its way now. Is the, is the aspiration to, to embark on a tour or release more music? What, what's the, the immediate goals? Uh, yeah, well, exactly, yeah. Ideally, um, the opportunity to tour, record more, just really what whatever we can do. Um, just, uh, yeah, whatever we can manage. Is, is it now the case that the, these support slots are becoming, or headline opportunities are becoming more frequent because there is a, a bit of a backlog in terms of gigs? I, I know myself personally, it's, the months of, of September and October were really, really busy for attending gigs just because it seemed like everything that I had bought over the last 18 months was all rescheduled into to September and October, it feels like in any given night in Glasgow and surrounding areas that there's there's a lot happening and a lot of opportunities there. Yeah, it's been it has been mental, like as well, like um, especially with like because a lot of bands we've been getting like like last minute shows like the next day, like filling in for folk and stuff, which we've not really been able to do um, because like a few of us work and like when you get an ass to play like a Tuesday night on a on the Monday. Um it is a good like indicator of um how just like busy it's been since everything's come back. As you said, there's been stuff on every night. And like with the kind of precarious situation of COVID, like with like people pulling out, you're always getting like asked to do stuff. So it's good. That that must be a kind of exhilarating process as well in terms of You've you've kind of got that pent up uh, energy over the the time sitting in the sidelines, and and now it's back. The the atmosphere, everything I've been to uh, since things have opened up has just been magnificent. It, it feels like there's a new lease of life around the music scene in Scotland, and I'm sure that goes for England and and beyond as well. But it it just feels like it's almost kind of magical because. You forgot how good it, it felt to 
absorb live music and just be around people that are are kind of getting lost in it around you as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, you certainly, yeah, like I think especially because we used to gig so much um, before and you'd like, so you'd be at loads of gigs and you'd be watching like, you'd be on, sometimes you'd be on the bill with like all these random bands that you don't necessarily particularly know or like not sometimes don't even particularly enjoy so you kind of get it does get a bit like you maybe start to take there was a risk of like taking like being at gigs for granted a bit because it's not like you'd end up at a lot of gigs that you're not necessarily like um trying to think how to say this like kind of somewhat like nicely but you just end up at gigs you wouldn't necessarily be at just as like an audience member so you kind of start to like Get a bit drained sometimes, but I think with the break, you kind of just appreciate being at any any gig, um, which is good. Yeah, it's so uh, nice to see the fans again. Shout out to all the fans. We'd be nothing without you guys. <laughs> what fans? <laughs> Middle class go have lesions. That's it. You're promising that at block, Joanne, that you'll be buying all the fans a pint as well. If they buy two CDs, I'll buy them one drink. Yeah, a, if one person interesting... buys two CDs, I will buy them one drink. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like a particularly uh, beneficial deal for you, Joanne. I didn't say what drink it was. <laughs> Glass of water. <laughs> that's that committed to the record, though. Yeah, so shot out of... the writer. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, and, and and like as as we all know, like two CDs are always better than one. You know, yeah. you, you can't have enough of the same CD. We are. We're gonna have a wee deal. If you buy like every single one of our releases, you'll get a cheeky discount. Yeah, because we've got two two like uh, singles from before COVID, so um, which you can obviously get on all like the streaming stuff, but we got CDs of them as well. So I think we're we're gonna do some sort of like all three for. A discounted price. Why not? I suppose. I, I liked that you were almost about to name your price there, and then went no, back on it. We've not, not, we're not talked about it, but it'll be cheap anyway. Because <laughs> we just we, we, always fact, we want to give back to the fans. Oh yeah. And well, back to the real well, fans who buy all their stuff and give them a oh, discount. Yeah. Also, the the first two CDs, like we just did, like completely did on our own, like the first two singles. Um, so the CDs, literally, it was just me, and I can't remember who helped me. Maybe Declan just like sat burning them on my laptop, and then like sticking these like printed off covers onto like plain black things. So it was all very DIY. This one's a bit more. Uh, on, but it's a. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of Cam Glenn Radio. Um, Derek McCutcheon does a show on it called Rebellious Jukebox, and he plays us all the time. And he's kind of started up a little record label where basically he just puts up the money for like proper CDs to make, and like helps with some of the promotion of it and that so we're doing it with him that's called uh, Never Never Found Sounds so oh, that's a cool idea I like that oh, no, yeah. Never Found Records Never Found Sounds is his, um, his blog so yeah it's us and then he's, put, he's got albums out by uh, the Kidney Flowers and Natalie Price as well so I think with a, with a third release on his label so yeah that's and good having, having the backing of someone like that is huge as well isn't it because it, it does open a couple of doors and and get you out to people that perhaps otherwise wouldn't have heard you. 
yeah, it's brilliant. Like, uh, even just having him players on, like, like his show, and uh, he had us in to do a live session, which I think is on YouTube. And um, yeah, it's good. Uh, it's brilliant. He's 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 been great with us. He's a top top guy. What about in terms of yeah? <laughs> <laughs> what about in terms of the the support slots and the opportunities that have come up? Is that helped kind of? I'm not suggesting that you're outsiders, but you, you've kind of, you're not local. Uh, most of you aren't local, so it's the kind of case that you're getting to know these bands and, and building up kind of relationships where it seems like a bit of a community, the, the Scottish music scene just now, where, where other bands are looking out for each other and and that with it, it will bring some opportunities to further down the line, you would have to think. Uh, yeah, hopefully. I mean, like, some of the stuff we've done with uh, certain folk is definitely that's been the case. Like um, Robbie, who's supporting us, and like uh, Ronan and the other guys from Sweaty Pams, and uh, their their kind of various projects have been really helpful with us. And um, like and like we got to know Kyle and Mo from Gravel, and they've been great. And uh, then even like like the drink uh, group from Manchester, and. Uh, like just meet like sort of like hopefully through that be doing shows down there and um so yeah it does like obviously getting to know people does help but yeah no but like certain folk have been like massively helpful and obviously the whole the whole idea is like all these gigs obviously help yeah so it's it's good and drawing the blocks obviously are kind of staple part of upcoming for upcoming bands is there any other venues that you've You've got aspirations to play in the, the near future. There's aspirations to play. Um, Royal Albert Hall, Sydney <laughs> Opera House, O2. Uh, no, uh, seriously, in Glasgow, I'd really like to do like Oren Moore. I know it's not really our vibe, but it's just such a gorgeous <laughs> building. <laughs> I mean, if- <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I mean, like, King Tut's like obviously has the whole reputation around it. But I'm no, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. And um, you really need to stop answering with "I'm not going to say what I'm going to say." It's, it's for a, no, yeah. some things are better left <laughs> publicly on the internet. I, I, I'd like to play the Midbrayan in Shetland. Oh yeah, Midbrayan, yeah, that, That's a good. Like Muriel main stage in Shetland. What? Lyric, Lyric Legion as full middle class girl. I think that'd be sick. Yeah, that that would be that'd be good. Us and playing, DJ Lyle. I think playing like a big a headline Shetland show, like not as a Shetland band. Yeah, Obviously, that'd be so Shetland, fun. Going up and like being like at like build as like a band from like south, as they'd say up there, would be fun. I is think there, does the Clickerman Centre still do gigs on? I don't know, but that's that's massive. Like, yeah, that's a thousand capacity. That's 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 an aspiration on the left. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. What I was going to say in terms of uh, venues though that we've played that have been good with us, like the set that we've played the thirteenth note loads, and that that that's like a brilliant space. And uh, the hug and pint's been really good too. Yeah, that's two really good venues. Flying duck, flying duck a lot as well. Yeah, flying duck's really good. Strand there. 
And uh, we did a, our first headline gig was in Mono. That was a free show as well. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah, they're all cracking venues. I, I love Mono in terms of, there's nothing better than having a few pints as well and then going browsing the, the vinyl as well. That's, uh, there's something yeah, spend more all your money. <laughs> something more interesting about doing everything when you've had a couple of pints but uh, <laughs> the vinyl is, uh, is certainly one of my hobbies the, back to the generic questions at this point of the podcast I tend to ask the guest for a few bands or artists that the listeners may or may not have heard that you would like to recommend and, and give a wee shout out to it's terrible <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pulling a blank here like, I, I, I usually but- Quite a lot that I've I've got off the cuff, but well, our, our good friends Gravel is one that's spelled oh, yeah. with E double L E at the end, but it's still pronounced Gravel. And uh, Fraser Fraser, uh, your good friend Kieran is in the band called Velvet. Yes, who, who I haven't seen, but I hear they put on a very good live show. Um, mm. I'm sure a lot of people know uh, Robbie from Sweaty Palms, and they should come along support his new solo venture. Uh, okay. Um, oh, um, Peter Cat as well. Uh, he he recently uh, released an album last year, which is really really good. If you're into your jazz, you should listen to Norman Wilmore. Oh, he's another Shetlander. Yeah, yeah Norman Wilmore. Very very good. Yeah, good good jazz musician. Class, well, what I'll do is I'll link up as many as I can uh, in the description for the podcast and people can, can check out those recommendations. Thanks very much for those. More come to mind, we'll, uh, we'll send them to you after. Absolutely, <laughs> that, that's fine. We can always add in more. Yeah. And just kind of continuing with the, the generic questions as we head towards closing up here, is there anything else that you would like to plug we've obviously talked about the the new ep the the launch show is there a place where people can check out your, your music and social media or yeah we're on um yeah bandcamp middleclassguilt.bandcamp.com um so you can buy stuff there we're on spotify apple music wherever else the distributor has put the music it'll probably be there um and follow us on facebook and instagram yeah, also, what? oh yeah, there's the songs from them, the EP on uh, YouTube. I think if you just type in like Middle Class Guilt, Reform Thornwood, it should come up. So yeah, Middle Class Guilt, you can stream on Bandcamp and, Rethor- and Re- Reform Thornwood, you can stream on YouTube. Yeah, I think if you, if you pre-order the EP, you actually get one of the songs oh, nice. um, in advance, you get... Middle class girl in advance, and then on YouTube, uh, reform thongs up with a video that we made in about five minutes. <laughs> it's a premium video, nonetheless, though. It is. It's, yeah, I like the dance, and I dig it. Yeah, oh, you've got some. You're, you're not going to get away with. Uh, and I've got to admit, poor preparation here, but I've not actually seen the video, so you're going to need to tell me about about this. Well, it's just we wanted to like during lockdown because we'd recorded it the EP we thought we better stick something out just remind people we're still kicking and uh basically like I had this video camera I can't I think it was my sister's or something I must have nicked it off her and uh basically we just like went me and my me and my uh me and Patrick the guitar player lived together we live near the Clyde Tunnel so we went out to this bit 
where the car's going to the tunnel. And uh, for a good minute, nothing happens. Then you see me dancing for a bit. And then that's it, really. It's very, very, very low. Does the trick. Nice. That, that's the first thing I'm going to do when I, when I finish up here. I'm just going to go and watch you dance. Uh, no better way to, to spend my Saturday, I don't think. It's a, a very loose use of the word dance, I have to say. <laughs> is, is there any good in the pipeline following the, the gig at Blog? Uh, no... No, uh, no announced gigs yet. No, nothing, nothing announced yet. Gig wise, but yeah, keep an eye out. Nice one. Well, guys, thank you very much for your time today. It's been very enjoyable. The first time that I've ever recorded a podcast from the car park in Lidl. And do you know what? I think it's a winning formula. I think I'll do it again sometime soon. Sorry if we're a bit rambly at points. I hope it all comes out all right. No, absolutely. Well, as I say, it's uh, it sounds like a a good time for middle class girl. The a big week ahead, and good luck with it all. I wish you all the best. Yeah, Thank cheers. You. Thanks for having us Thank on. You Thank, you. Thank you very much for having us. Thanks. You've been listening to the Scottish Indie Podcast. We'll be back in a fortnight's time. Until then, thank you and goodbye.